0: It all started with a plantar fasciitis, and that's when my journey started. And I couldn't even walk to the store. A Physiotherapist suggested I go to get some orthotics. As the months went and I didn't get better, I I was sort of depressed, you know, because you can't do anything that you like to do. Nobody told me the way to the stronger feet. They just told me to support my feet, and I did my own re- research. It's like okay, it's it's possible. I've just been increasing my impact on the feet. I dream about running a half marathon barefoot.
1: How did it feel?
0: My feet were like light, you know, and they were like hungry. So after four kilometers, I I started to have my own tempo. I started to increase a bit and I felt the flow in my body. So no pain, no stiffness at all. And I was just smiling and enjoying the moment actually. I'm so connected to the ground when I run barefoot and I can feel the technique in my body. It was like a shock for me that I didn't had any pain when I came to 10 kilometers and I was like okay I'm gonna do this it's gonna go my way. When I get over the line in the end I was like could I do a whole marathon? That was my first thought. So I didn't feel anything and I was shocked. I was really shocked.
1: Welcome to the Restore to Explore podcast from The Foot Collective. We're on a mission to empower humans to restore their natural health and function from the ground up so we can all explore movement and life with freedom and confidence.
0: My name is Christina, and uh, I'm from Norway. I grew up the west, uh, in the west of Norway and uh, near the fjords and mountains and all that kind of stuff so I miss that because now I live in Oslo so east side of Norway and um, been living here uh, for five years now uh, and um, yeah I do work with outdoor advertising but after this summer I started to study um, foot therapists uh, because of all this thing and we don't have podiatrists study in Norway yet so this was like the closest I could get and um, So this is like even uh, more, and I also did the foot nerd program with the the Foot Collective last year, but it all started with the plantar fasciitis uh, in 2020. And that's when my journey started and uh, the focus switched from my whole body to my feet. And during that, uh, the first months or no, uh, after half a year, I, I was like so sick of um, not getting better from any of the normal treatments. And I uh, did my own research and that's when I came over your account, uh, which my best friend also had, you know, I mean, uh, my best friend um, had also told me about uh, the Foot Collective before. But then I was like, oh, that's cool. But now I was like, okay, just give me all of it because uh, yeah, I was desperate. What, Uh, if you don't
1: mind me asking, how old were you when you got plantar fasciitis? Because you're quite young.
0: Yeah, I'm 25 now, so 22,
1: yeah. Wow, and I feel like that is sort of a, a foot problem that people probably think you get later in life uh what was it like for you were you an active person before that how did it sort of all start
0: so i've been active my whole life first with football and then i did two years of kickboxing and when i moved to oslo i was more like oh i'm built to run and i have always loved running and i did want to do only that and um i had never had an injury in injury in my whole life so that was like a new experience for me, and I didn't ha- I didn't handle it well in the start. So
1: I didn't chill
0: at all. But um yeah, you're i are not alone young.
1: there. I think uh, a lot of people <laughs> refuse to chill, particularly if you're active. It's hard uh-huh. to
0: stop. But it was also hard for me to understand, like why do I get injured? I've not. I've been running my whole life. I did run a lot more when I was a football player, and uh, why? Why now? That was. I could. I didn't look at me like. Uh, I didn't look at my feet as uh, weak, even if a part of them they were were weak actually, and that was something I understood later when a therapist uh, he asked. Uh, he was a manual therapist. He asked if I could walk um, on a line several times, and that was like. I mean, I think the third uh, therapist um physio or manual therapist that i visited during my plantar fasciitis uh, recovery and uh, he was the first one that asked me to walk just watch me walk and then he told me that i um uh, my feet are going a bit inwards and i was like, no no i have straight legs i don't no no and then i was looking in the mirror and i oh my god i fall a bit in but I had a very high arch. So I was thinking then you can't fall, but you can if you're weak on the inside of your feet or your big toe um, are not that strong as it should be. And all those things that I suddenly started to discover.
1: And, and so what was the journey from there? So you've seen a manual therapist and were you in like a lot of pain? What was what yeah. was it
0: like- Yeah, I um, so I got it. I got plantar fasciitis or heel pain in January 2020, and as soon as I got it, I uh, went to a physiotherapist. He forced me. No, he um, suggested I go to get some orthotics, and they were quite expensive. So I was like, "What? And uh, am I gonna wear this in every shoe?" or when am i gonna get them out like no many people sort of have to use them in every shoe yes for the for the rest i i didn't understand the concept and uh, i didn't understand why i was why did i hurt in both of my legs
1: uh, wow. or,
0: yeah and i couldn't even walk to the store without i had to use my bike everywhere so i was As the months went and i didn't get better i i was sort of depressed you know because you can't do anything that you like to do and you don't understand why so the why was very like confusing for me and um yeah i did all the yeah i did all treatments uh, except from cortisone Mm.
1: and Um, to get that it's almost like a life sentence being told that you've got to wear these orthotics forever, something in you must have just gone. Well, like you said, it's just, that's not the path I want to take. Yeah. Did you then do your own research or how did you sort of yeah. fall down the rabbit hole?
0: No, no, no. Or I fall in some rabbit holes <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I tried like, um, this raspberry sock and all these kind of things. Because I was told that you need support, you need support all the way. And uh, but I didn't get like a nobody told me the way till the stronger feet so I can do it. Uh, do the running I like, do the boxing or whatever. They just told me to support my feet and I didn't understand how long or is and they said do cough raises, of course. That um is usually the main exercise but uh yeah so no i didn't understand the path and i did my own research a lot of research oh my god i was at the night just watching every youtube video hearing every podcast i could yeah and that's also how i found you guys and also a lot of other people sharing uh, relevant stuff about yeah good health
1: was it like a light bulb went off i mean i know a lot of people sort of say that that you know the penny drops and it goes ah there is another way but was it gradual for you or was it like in an instant you were like okay this is all starting to make more sense
0: yeah i felt it that way i felt like i've been going from buying hookah shoes and insoles to be like Fuck it. I won't go like completely completely the the other direction. And uh yeah. And I I tried to discuss the the thing with every people I met. Like, do you think of this or should I do this? Like, because it's so different. Um it's so different. Like, should you do the maximum support or should you go barefoot? It's like um, but people were often more like maybe a bit afraid of the barefoot uh, way but that makes sense for me like because we're born without shoes and and then i started to get less pain when i started on this type of focus and uh yeah i just was i was like okay i'm gonna do this and it's gonna make me make me come back, but it will take some time and it did. And it, yeah, it worked in the end.
1: For someone who lives in Australia where it's hot about 90% of the year, um, it's a little bit easier to go barefoot here in Norway. was, Was there barriers that you found to even just being able to go barefoot? I mean, I'm guessing it's a little chillier there than it is here.
0: Yeah, it is um i started to figure out this thing in like august september so then it's okay but i did buy shoes barefoot shoes so i bought first five fingers and then a pair of from vivo barefoot so i used them but i was just more in contact with my feet like i woke up and i was like okay can i spread them can i do this i was just another person with my feet i yeah I was like a robot before, like, just pushing them into shoes and just do your thing.
1: It's a a really funny, yeah, it's it's a really fascinating concept, that one, just how disconnected we do get to our feet over time. Like, you're a young athlete, a footballer, using your feet, you know, like, as your main weapon on the field, Mm -hmm. and yet you're shoving them into these boots that are really tight and stiff, and... Obviously, you know there are means to an end to, to play that sport, but yeah, it, it is fascinating how how subtly and slowly that disconnection happens from from when you're a child. Like, do you remember being barefoot as a child, and and what did you spend a lot of time barefoot as a kid, or were you always in shoes? And and I guess it was hence why you sort of ended up with the pain.
0: Mm yeah i've always been feeling good without shoes and i did the walk barefoot tattoo before this thing so that's pretty like friends are coming now and like oh you live after your tattoo (laughs) i'm like yeah i do that's actually but yeah i did the tattoo for a reason so but now the reason now it makes even more sense but uh, as a child for I, people
1: who are for people who are listening who haven't seen your tattoo you've got uh, a walk barefoot tattoo on with, one of your feet don't you
0: yeah <laughs> cool. and,
1: uh, and that was before uh, you met the foot collective before you mm-hmm. had the, the foot pain
0: um before i ran <laughs>
1: yeah wow there you go <laughs>
0: So I sort of had the thing in my mind, I guess. And as a child, I loved to be playing football without shoes. I did. So when it was not like training or a match, uh, when we were just hanging on the field, I I was usually without shoes. And we were also, if we were in the boat and and near the fjords, the sea, I was always without shoes. I love that. And um, also with the kickboxing, though, even though that was later in life. So, uh, yes, I have been without, but we live in Norway. So it's a lot of hours in shoes too, like more time in shoes. Then
1: can you sort of, now that you have a better understanding of, of your feet, do you, do you have a better understanding of how you ended up with the pain in the first place? Do you think?
0: I think that it was because of the shoes. So, during the time of just like, I also had a thing with just like doing the lace really tight. I don't know why, but I wanted, I thought that I was, I don't know, I, I will r- run faster if I have this tight. I don't know. But uh, I think it was the reason because uh, I didn't have control on my feet. So when I started to try toe yoga and these things, I I don't. I didn't have the connection. Well, now I can lift my arch, and my my big toe is more straight. But my balance is completely different. So that was just like fun to see. I haven't even tried. I just switched shoes, and I can stand with my eyes locked and forever on one foot. So that's. I think it's because of the shoes. I do.
1: And so when you removed the shoes and you went. More barefoot shoes and and going barefoot more. We always talk a lot about, and particularly I think people who maybe in their 30s or 40s or 50s or even older who've been wearing shoes obviously a lot longer in their life and, and have developed this pain. It's really important to transition, but it doesn't sound like you really. You didn't do much of a transition it sounds like you sort of jumped straight into the shoes did, did you find that there was any flare-ups or pain along the way from from jumping in like that
0: yeah i did because i had a lot of pain when i bought my first pair and i started to go that direction so i guess that i used maybe six months actually because i was too quick and i also tried uh running on the side you know and then it's ah i need a break for one week so two step forward and one back that was how i yeah so it's important and especially if you have plantar i guess that you are very don't don't rush anything i did rush sometimes because i thought oh it's going forward and then you you do too much but um yeah so i didn't jump into them and just oh life is perfect no 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 no. Yeah. i have to yeah. i have to feel and i still have to feel on my feet yeah yeah although i don't have pain anymore but i am very like if i have run too much and i did uh jumping rope in boxing i'm like no i have to do something else today you know but before i was more like just doing whatever I wanted. I think
1: that is one of the most important lessons, I guess, that we encourage our community to try and learn. And you can only learn it by doing it yourself, but that ability to be in tune with your body and to listen to the signals that it's giving you, you know, for 22 years, I guess, particularly with your feet, you probably weren't we're just completely ignoring those signals. It yeah. must feel really empowering to be in touch with that again and to mm-hmm. to know what the body's trying to tell you. Can you sort of yeah. put that into words?
0: Mm, it's very hard to explain for people that it's like, oh, but my feet are healthy and I feel them. I feel my feet. I'm like, you don't feel your feet, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> because you can't even get your big toe up when I ask you, you know? And, uh, and they're like in so pointy shoes and they're like, oh, I, this, these are wide for me. And I'm like, they are not wide. <laughs> Get them out and spread them. And no, they are not. So it's hard to explain by words, but I feel that I invited them to myself, that they, they weren't a part of my body before because I wasn't able to even feel that I had run. I could feel it everywhere else, but my feet were just like, I can't remember that I've ever thought or felt them before, to be honest. I was
1: the exact same, yeah, and yeah. and it 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 hurts me a little bit to think about how neglected I, you know, I was to my feet for so long because, yeah, it's they're literally the part of the body that carries us around every day, yeah. and not that they're more important than the than any other body part, but they are one of the most forgotten and and easy to forget body parts because we do shove them into shoes. So yeah, Yeah. it's it's an important lesson to learn. And I think it's one that you can only learn or one that a lot of people only learn when they do go through an experience like yours and have pain and have to resolve something. We wanted to take a quick break from the episode to let you know about our ultimate free foot health resource. If you're listening, you've probably already started the journey towards improving your foot and movement health. But if you're still wearing conventional shoes most of the time, that's anything cushioned, heeled, narrow, or rigid, it's kind of like taking one step forward and two steps back. Knowing what shoe is right for you though can be super confusing. That's why we made the guide to foot freedom. We've taken everything our team of foot health experts have learned over the years and synthesized it into one handy manual, packed with all you need to know about unleashing the natural power of your foundation. You'll learn how to understand your feet, the truth about modern footwear, the five F's for finding natural footwear, plus a step-by-step guide with training videos to help you assess your foot function and improve it so you can safely and seamlessly transition into shoes that will finally give your feet freedom. The best part is, like I said, it's absolutely free. Just head to thefootcollective.com and click learn to find the free ebook, The Guide to Foot Freedom. You'll find the link in the show notes. Now back to the episode. So you started fixing the feet. You started, you know, uh, strengthening them and, and mobilizing them. And, uh, and then you're working with the Foot Collective along the way. You did the Foot Nerd program. Can you tell me... In your words what the footnerd program is and yeah what what you sort of took out of it
0: so uh before the footnote program i had already been doing a lot of research and read all your content and i was really into that thing even before uh but the footnote program is like an education um where we're together in a group with other students and we have these kind of meetings and we're going through lessons and uh we have yeah a teacher to teach a root and uh, yeah and um uh what i took off it was um so there was a lot of things that i thought were exactly this way, but they sort of um they made it all clear for me okay now i can Now i know sort of and i can discuss it with other people that have had the same interest like it's not many in norway that is so obsessed with this thing as me <laughs> so <laughs> i could share and i can like oh my god and she's a runner and he's a uh, and i did also wanted to uh so i feel that the good stories are just hidden that was what I missed when I had in plantar fasciitis. Like, where is the good stories? I just have found, like, groups on Facebook with thousands of members. And they've been, like, uh, there was um, having it for, like, 10 years. And, oh, my God. But, um, uh, yeah, so I, I started to understand that if I get rid of this in this way, I will not be quiet about it because i want to help people like like me like when i was in that um situation and that was also something i wanted with uh with a footnote program to just get an overview and get the network get the discuss the yeah uh, discussions and um yeah
1: Yeah, i think i think that is the beauty of the footnote program and while the footnote program isn't running anymore, we are working on a new project to to keep educating people like yourself. But I think that is the beauty of what Nick started with the Foot Collective. It's it's not about you know health practitioners and you know podiatrists and physiotherapists learning more, as much as as it is about everyday people like yourself empowering themselves with the knowledge and The beauty of that that training and I guess the the whole approach that we try to uh, encourage with the community and with everybody who we connect with is to learn so that you can teach really and, and to learn how you can teach as well because this movement is only as strong as individuals like yourself who are armed with the knowledge that they can then pass on because we need to make journeys like yours and experiences like yours more widely known but also it can't just be I had plantar fasciitis I went barefoot I'm fixed there needs to be a lot of nuance to these stories and it's so much more uh, it has so much more authority when you actually understand what's going on and why that worked Uh, I think you know, Nick always talks about the the disease care model uh, and a lot of, you know, a lot of the issues I think we see with the system as a whole these days is that when we are broken, we go to someone, we get fixed, but we don't necessarily understand how we get fixed. And that fixed, you know, very often isn't permanent because we don't understand mm-hmm. what happened and, and how to keep that going. Um, so it's awesome just to hear that, yeah, you're, you're on that journey, not just for yourself, but for everyone else. And now that's the point of podcasts like this is that hopefully there's another Christina out there somewhere Mm -hmm. else in the world who, you know, is going through the same thing and, and can hear a story that lets them know that it is going to be okay and you, you don't have to be you know, resign to the life sentence of orthotics and supportive shoes for the rest of your life. Um, so you've gone from in pain and you've done this training and you've connected with others who were on the same path. You've now gone well beyond what a lot of, a lot of people in the community could ever imagine. You were running before, but tell me about, uh, yeah, tell me about the run you recently did and, and how you got there
0: yeah so um i've been um i've been uh, looking at this group on facebook and there is actually very many people uh running barefoot like for a long distance so i've been i've been uh, it's been nice to see them because it's like okay it's it's possible a lot of people do it like maybe not in norway but there are people doing it and um I I wasn't sure if I was ready. I started to wear barefoot shoes three years ago. And as you say, it's not just to jump in them and uh, your problems are gone. Because I get a bit nervous because when I share this video from the half marathon, people come and, oh, I want to do this tomorrow, you know? (laughs) I'm like, no, no, no way. It's a lot of things that it's included in this. um, Yeah. Yeah. and so well yeah i i've just been increasing my impact on the feet and been listening to them and okay i do the cycling today because i did too much us yeah, like that have i done yeah all the way and i've been always doing boxing uh, barefoot and i've been doing running I started with Ultra and I still run a lot in Ultra shoes. So, these are for the people that don't know the type of default shoes with cushion, we can say, but not as flexible as a minimalist shoes, maybe. Um, So, I started running them and also Vibram Five Fingers. And then I started to write for a running magazine in Norway. And we were talking about what we had of like goals, you know. And I was like, oh, I dream about running a half marathon barefoot. And they were like, oh, but you should do it in Trondheim. Uh and I was like, that's six months from now. And it's uh concrete, asphalt, it's everything that it's like, oh, I don't think I'm ready. Because <laughs> I like trail running, you know, that's I like the soft surfaces and being out in the woods running not I don't I don't prioritize the asphalt so I'm like oh this I'm not sure about this but I was like okay fucking hell I just do it I just do it but then I have to think um, yeah then I, I I can't get an injury now because then everyone will laugh at me and I was nervous uh, from, I decided to do the run. I was pretty nervous all the way, but I've seen this um, Swedish girl called, uh, what's her, her name? is Sarah? Sarah, yeah, something. Sara Anger or something like that. And I asked her because she also done, have done a lot of these half uh, half marathon and also marathon. And she've done it in shorts, like she started to. Run totally barefoot six months before she tried the first time, and um yeah, she's she was like, you can do it, but it's good that you have been in barefoot shoes because with else like if you haven't, it will be very difficult. You can't do it in six months. So yeah, I just actually when I stood on the line, I wasn't sure if I'm I was going to do it. Wow. Oh, afraid. Yeah. Because I I didn't feel this summer that it was like, oh, I just go out, run on the asphalt barefoot. I wasn't at that level. My coughs and Achilles were killing me. If I did.
1: So how how long had you been running barefoot? Like what sort of distances were you doing before you really started to get get into it at that six month mark? Like, had you been doing much barefoot or? Was this a pretty big job?
0: So I've been doing, I, I, I mentioned boxing because you do a lot of jumping there. So it's uh, training on the calves and Achilles as well as running. So I do boxing two to three times a week. And that includes a lot of running and also jumping barefoot. Um, and then um, I've been running two to three times a week as well. Uh, depends on how my coughs have been feeling. Um, but I haven't been running long distances at all, it's like six kilometers, maybe eight. Yeah, wow, not so that's not yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, I was a bit scared uh, this summer, I was overthinking everything like, oh, I'm in at uh, this dance floor tonight, I should not do that training tomorrow. <laughs> oh, my God. And yeah.
1: you're standing at the line then, and you've, you've sort of built up, and you you obviously must have had some confidence that you could yeah. finish the race. Um, how did it feel? What was what was the twenty one k's like? What was it? I'm sure a mental battle as much as a physical one.
0: Uh, that's true. No, yeah, I was. Um, I, I felt really good that day, so my feet were like. Like you know and they were like hungry that's the best feeling <laughs> and uh, but i was a bit nervous when everyone was like are you gonna run like that i'm like yeah <laughs> i'm as afraid as you <laughs> <laughs> uh, but i um i went with my friend and she was um having a pace that i could like chill a bit on and be like confident in the start and um, but i was sure that i was I had to stop and stretch and all that things, but it didn't happen at all. So after four kilometers, I I started to have my own tempo. I started to increase a bit and I felt the flow very. In my body, so no pain, n- no stiffness at all. And I was just smiling and enjoying the moment, actually. Um, so it was like a shock for me that I didn't have any pain when I came to 10 kilometers. And I was like, OK, I'm going to do this. It's going to go my way. Uh, but now I can start to I I was still afraid of being like stiff. If the stiffness really hits your coughs, you can get really sore. Like, yeah. Um. But um. but I increased a bit for every kilometers, I would say. And on the end, I when I get over the line in the end, I was like, could I do a whole marathon—that was, was my first thought. So I didn't feel any anything, and I was shocked. I was really shocked.
1: Wow! What I thought. Well, like incredible effort. <laughs> it's just yeah. yeah, especially on on hard surfaces like asphalt and bitumen, and it must have felt you know i guess i guess weird maybe is the word but standing at the start line and then running past all of these people in shoes and and to not get any pain is just incredible but like obviously you did a lot of preparation for it and you know I had looked after your body but when you compare that experience that you had running that 21ks barefoot to running before you had the plantar fasciitis and when you were running in, you know, traditional running shoes Mm -hmm. to try and put into words, I guess how different (laughs) that feels for people, because again, like I feel like when you're running with big, thick cushioned shoes on, you're not really thinking about your feet as much and and, and Mm -hmm. the connection with the ground. Like, yeah. Can you describe what that difference feels like?
0: Yeah, it's a huge difference. Oh my God. And I'm so connected to the ground when I run barefoot. And I can feel the technique in my body. As soon as I start to miss that, I'm like, no, 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 no. no! You need to have the technique to not make your calves even more sore or anything like that. And yes, it's asphalt. So it's pretty like, um, it's not like in the woods where you have to step. Every step is different. uh, But you still have to be aware of the surface all the time so i need to look up and down and be i would like to say that i run with the ground and not on the ground or with the surface and not on the surface so that's how i felt i felt that i was just like a car <laughs> not uh yeah not something that jumped on it you were um,
1: flowing with the ground yeah
0: I was flowing. uh and of course it feels so much better when it's just you and you're just your body doing it and you can just re- pass people and You're in shoes that's oh, that was so fun <laughs> I'm uh, That was yeah and especially when you when i didn't think that it would go that well that was also when i thought that i had to stop and stretch and all this thing and maybe crawl in the end and then it was no pain i was like what um and then you I shared Sorry, go on. No, no.
1: I was just going to say. Well, you you then shared this all with the world through your Instagram. Yeah. What was the feedback like? What did you take from everyone's reaction to you doing it?
0: I felt that everyone was positive. Like the most negative was more like, uh, why? Like. <laughs> that- <laughs> Everyone else were like, oh my God, this inspired me. And I think also, even people that are not in the barefoot uh, or they haven't been thinking that direction yet. So that's very cool because, yeah. Um, and a lot of, I still get a lot of DMs about like plantar fasciitis, what I would prefer of this and that shoe. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't answer all these kind of things. But uh, but it's fun it's very fun and uh, yeah
1: can you believe that three years ago you were in pain and you couldn't do any you couldn't walk to the shops and three years later you've run half a marathon and now you are you're helping people you know through your story. How
0: does that feel? I I'm, I still have that um you know, that pump from the run because of the video being there. And every time I go into Instagram, I have a new message like, oh, this content is very nice. I'm like, whoa. So for me, it's just, um, I have gotten my life back because I felt that my life, it wasn't good when I couldn't walk (laughs) because my life, what I like includes to walk, run, be out there, do photography, uh, go hike, and I used to be the person that are like, come on, let's do this, and suddenly I was like, oh, I've done 2,000 uh, steps today, so I can't walk anymore, and so I can't describe the feeling actually, but um, yeah, I'm just so motivated now to, to do more of both the content, but also learn more about the feet and and other experience, and um, yeah.
1: What is the dream then? What do you sort of hope to come from this? What's the next challenge? Or I know you said you, you're going to be studying, which is fantastic. But yeah, what what's sort of the the vision? Where would you like this barefoot journey to take you?
0: Oh my god, um, it would be like the dream would be having an own space where people can come in, and everything is like. In, it's inside, because it's in Norway, but it's um, it's nature, you know, it's like a health center but also a meeting place for people who wants to share this type of, um, yeah, either if it's strengthening or if it's running or injuries, um, and we can both have therapists, and also workshops and a bit like food, the Food Collective just in Norway. That sounds and- like our idea. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like
1: to do the same.
0: Yeah, <laughs> do what you do
1: just in Norway.
0: That well, would be you awesome.
1: Can, you can run the one in Norway. <laughs> yeah, that's that's our dream too. I think that's, that's what this movement needs is hubs like that uh, where people can come and connect hear stories, learn, play, Mm. find the right footwear for them. And and yeah, yeah, just uh, community hubs really, uh, places for people to come together. Uh, Not so much a clinic where people get treated, but um, yeah, meeting places where people can learn and, and be empowered rather than, yeah, walking in and out the door and uh, slipping their orthotics on and never thinking about their feet again. Yeah. I think that's that's the dream we all have. So I'm glad to hear you're on the same page.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's why I'm very, I have always been inspired by your work. And uh, but I also want to have more or I get barefoot um, shoes to Norway. We don't have any. We have some ultras so i don't know how it is at your space place but um uh it's you can't try anything on here so people mm. are like these are the best shoes i have uh, could get in the store you know and i'm like so,
1: we need to make yeah we do yeah. need to make it more accessible yeah mm-hmm. and that's thankfully there are a lot more brands popping up all over the world and i think it is you know we're working on partnerships with natural footwear brands to try and spread the education along with the footwear so that you know people like yourself uh, are able to take the right steps and and don't get scared off from the barefoot movement entirely because you know sadly that when people you know run before they can walk um they they have flare ups so it's yeah it's just about making sure that we can get the education and the footwear to people where they are Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah i guess as a last question i always like to sort of ask what you would say to someone else who was in your position you know like you were three years ago yeah what what would you like to say to anyone listening that that may resonate with your story
0: Mm, i would first of all make like a log with your activity and your how you felt just to get like a you can go back to that and you can have like an overview um, and marry your own feet (laughs) or invite your feet to you and you don't know what that means before you 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 do it sort of and of course put off your shoes and just uh, explore the world without um and uh yeah as um i was going after a comment on youtube when i first decided and he was um saying something like trust the process by strengthening the the pain will re- be reduced and it did for me and i guess it will do for others too
1: beautiful very well said well, thank you so much for taking the time and for staying up late in Norway. Uh, <laughs> we will uh, hopefully be over your way at some stage in the very near future. So I'm um, looking forward to connecting and maybe you'll we'll have to come over and watch you do the uh, the full marathon because I'm sure yeah. that's going to be next too. <laughs> you'll have to let us know when it is and we'll, we'll come cheer you on from the sidelines. Or maybe, maybe we'll run too. We'll, maybe, maybe we'll do the fun run,
0: <laughs> the 5K.
1: <laughs> but yeah it's been so great to chat and yeah i really appreciate you sharing your story
0: thank you thank you so much
1: thanks for tuning in to the restore to explore podcast if you enjoyed the episode we'd really appreciate you leaving a review wherever you're listening that's the best way to support us and to help us reach more people If you're after more free TFC education or training, looking for any of our TFC tools, natural footwear discounts, or you want specialised guidance on your foot health journey from a trusted TFC health professional, head to thefootcollective.com. All of the important links are in the show notes of the episode.